0: and just going to betters it's the pre w smith show with jeff sloan on 760 wjr all right welcome back so guys when you or your children decide to go to college there are of course a lot of options to choose from and now a new article just published in usa today by education reporter chris quintana makes clear that if you choose to attend a for-profit institution You will likely be paying more than the various alternatives. Chris, welcome. Tell us about what you've found out.
1: So, this story I was writing about was about a new report that found only about 40% of students who attend for profit institutions were satisfied with their degree. You know, that's somewhat striking when you think that two and five people who go to schools like this are not satisfied with their education, especially when many of them say the purpose of, of going to a school that is focused on career outcomes is to find a new job or to get back into workforce more quickly. So the report was also just looking broadly at how students find their way to for-profit institutions and and kind of like what their hopes are when they get there and and what the reality is afterwards. And I also weaved in throughout the story a little bit of context about just going to school and, and the costs associated with higher education more broadly. You know, we're at a point now where About half of Americans are just questioning the value of a college education. Let me ask you this, just going back, I want
0: to make sure we've got this right. The level of dissatisfaction is tied directly to finding a career post the education and whether they were satisfied with that outcome, or is it more broad than that? Their dissatisfaction more broad than that?
1: Yeah, I would say it's more broad than that. You know, the question that the survey asked was specifically, was the degree worth the time? Was it worth it? Uh Um, And this is like tying resources and and kind of whatever the student would think uh, kind of would apply to the effort that they put into the degree. So it was pretty evenly split there. In both cases, it was about 40% of folks who say the degree was well worth it or the degree was not worth it. There is, a you know, the remaining chunk of folks who said that they're just not sure yet. And so that's not uncommon (laughs) among graduates as well. you know, you get the degree and, and try to figure out if it was worth it.
0: And certainly when you ask someone a question, was it worth it? It's not only relative to the outcome, but it's relative to the cost as well. You have to weigh both those factors together. And so while the outcome may be not dissimilar from other outcomes, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but the fact is choosing this path is expensive and more costly every year Students end up with lots of student loans on the back end of this or having paid lots of dollars, at least for all of this, and you weigh what the benefit is against that cost, and all of a sudden there's an issue.
1: That's right. You know, I just wanted to draw attention to the fact that, you know, about two-thirds of uh, for-profit graduates said they were optimistic about earning their degree before they started their studies, right? And so this 40% figure we're seeing is is people kind of coming to the reality that, oh, I have one hope and expectation for this, and uh, the reality is, is not what i had hoped it to be. In just sort of my interviews with students who had attended for-profit colleges over the years, I've heard some variety of that often. You know, it's like the school promised them that, oh, you'll get a job right away, and then they, they take this degree out into the world, and, and the folks will say, oh, well, we don't hire people who went to ITT Tech, or we don't hire people from this particular college, which is heartbreaking for folks. It really
0: is. And just to make sure we've got this clear, when you break down for-profit versus the alternatives, what is the essential difference or what are some examples of for-profit versus the others?
1: Yeah, definitely. So colleges are are broadly lumped into three sectors based on on tax status, right? So you've got your public institutions, which is like, you know, my alma mater, the University of New Mexico. You have private nonprofits, which are are kind of, uh, you know, Occupy a broad swath of institutions in the country, but you know, most folks might think of you know the Harvards, the Yales, or, or other private sort of schools. For profits are, are kind of a little bit harder to nail down. They are, you know, you might think University of Phoenix. That that's a good example, but there's right. also a lot of like career-focused programs that are like locally owned and focus on on kind of like uh, you know welding or auto mechanics or or you know kind of more practical career skills, and and so. For, for students, it may not be always clear what kind of institution they are, but you can always look that information up on the college scorecard, which is a consumer t- tool offered by the federal government.
0: Yeah, and so not only do you have to do the cost-benefit analysis in answering your survey question, but essentially you also have to compare to alternatives. And going to one of the alternatives, the public institutions, for example, by comparison, it costs a lot more to go to these for-profit universities, right?
1: That's right. And, and, you know, it depends on, uh, obviously, there, there's variation amongst programs and where you end up studying. And, you know, what people in the proprietary sector will sometimes say is that, you know, yes, it is more expensive to attend a for-profit, but we don't have public support from, from state funding. They don't have large endowments like, you know, like a Harvard or Yale line. And so they're forced to make up costs on, on kind of the tuition front. And, you know, another thing that often comes up in this space is like, you know, it may be cheaper to go to a community college, but people in the for-profit sector will say, well, our graduation rates are a little bit higher, especially in the two-year programs. And just looking at the data broadly, that does sometimes play out. So that's just something that uh, students have to navigate on their own, which is fraught and challenging when you're thinking of two to four years of your life.
0: Yeah, sure. And as your article points out, one of the compelling things of going to a for-profit is many of them allow you to do the work online. So there's some real advantage there, even though it may, in cases, cost more.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we were at a point during the pandemic where many universities, public and private, had started offering more online classes, but they really just haven't caught up in the same way that the proprietary sector has. You know, they've been doing this for years and years and years, and so they were well-equipped to kind of handle that initial influx of students. And so we think the survey should send a message to public and private institutions that adult learners are looking for flexibility in how they get their education. And they want it online, and that's, you know, because they have adult lives (laughs) and you have obligations that don't fit into a a normal day. And let me just make sure, just, just as a point of
0: clarification, only about half of students attending universities of any kind come out thinking that it was worth the cost. Is that
1: right? Yeah, that info is coming from Public Agenda as well. And I I wrote about that last year. You know, Americans broadly are just questioning the value of a college education. And, you know, this is driven by the Bryson College costs, but also, you know, the increasing student debt load as well, right? And something that I I like to point out to folks is, you know, if things were working as well as they should be, we wouldn't be in a place where we're canceling, you know, where the president is trying to cancel millions and millions of dollars in student debt. Let me ask you this again, just for point of clarification. So if half are
0: not happy with the result on the back end of paying for and, and getting a college education, and 60%, if you will, are not happy with the public college education, does that mean the Delta, between the two, is it's 10% more
1: that don't? I would be hesitant to, to say that exactly. This particular survey was focused on for-profits. You know, there is other data about the question of about half is specifically focused on the question of, is it worth it to go to college broadly? And, and that would apply to for-profits, publics, to like privates, and that kind of thing.
0: All right, Chris Quintana, education reporter, USA Today. We appreciate you being on and breaking this story down for us. We're headed to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the P. W Smith Show.